Ooh, baby, it's the KML Messcast. <laughs> and now, your host, May. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby, 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 baby. Ooh, baby. Welcome to another edition of the Camel Messcast. And guess what? This is week one, week uno. Week uno of the Camel Messcast. We're, in, we're into football. Football less than 24 hours. We're recording this September 6, 2023, 11.07 in the PM. And I want you to know, Last week, a little off the rails. We're going to lock it up a little bit. Okay? We're going to lock it up. A little preview of what's to come on the show today. For you. We're going to do back our old... Our old routines. Our old routine. I didn't do trades and transactions last week. We're doing it this week. I didn't do best and worst of the week. We're doing it this week. I didn't do power ranking. I kind of did power rankings last week. However... Upon further review, I am I am nullifying, I'm null and voiding the rankings from last week. I have updated projections for the season and the power rankings going into week one. We're going to make some picks, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. So, what are we waiting for? Hold on a second. Tarp's off. Tarp off. Can cracked. Mm-mm. Okay, let's go. That's the that's not my first beer. Let's call it the first beer of the night. I'm in much better headspace to make rational decisions that you men can act on in the league. First things first, I don't want to talk about weekly recap. I'm gonna get right into trades and transactions because I think it's where everything needs to kick off from. Let's go. We're 20! We're 20! Trades and transactions. <laughs> Now listen, I'm not going to talk about any free agent ads because I think it's too early in the season to know what ones really matter. So I'm not going to talk about the ads and the drops and the drops and the ads. I'm going to talk about the trades that we've had in the league today because I think it's important to cover this before diving into the meat and the potatoes of what we got going on this week. So our first trade, Sunday, August 27th, 9.56 in the p.m. We had three-stripe life trading Juju Smith-Schuster, Jonathan Taylor, four. A.J. Brown and Tyler Higby from Jerry Dam Husky. Now, hindsight, 2020. Not a lot to talk about here. <laughs> You're getting, basically giving A.J. Brown away for free. Tyler Higby, sure, whatever. Uh, but Jonathan Taylor, who knows what he's going to do? It doesn't look like he's going to play this year. It literally doesn't look like he's going to play. If he does, it's going to be reduced capacity. I mean, there's no way he returns to form. I can't imagine they actually trade him halfway through the year with the way the running back market is. It just looks like an awful trade all around. Now it's stuck. He's stuck in the IR spot for Jared Dem Husky. Enjoy A.J. Brown, three-stripe life. Next up, we had another trade between three-stripe life and Jerry Dam Husky. They were good. They were early. They were often. Wednesday, August 30th, 5.51 p.m., three-stripe life trading Mike Williams, David Montgomery. For Jonathan Taylor. Wait, what? Jonathan Taylor went back to three-stripe life? I missed this. I did miss this. Nope, I remember this now. Okay, three-stripe life. Williams Montgomery for Jonathan Taylor. Horrible pick by three-stripe life. Good job. I mean, all in all, still a bad trade for Jerry Dem Husky, but at least he got some value back for, for Jonathan Taylor, which is, I think is going to be really hard to do because <sighs> that, that situation looks bad, man. That situation looks bad. 
So at least we're chalking it up. Over all those two trades, null avoid each other out, and uh, Jerry Dim Husky takes the hind tit on that one. But hey, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. You got two usable players out of it for a guy who's most likely not going to play this year. Next up, Wednesday, August 30th, 6.08 p.m., we had Husky at it again, trading DeAndre Hopkins to Samstown for Antonio Gibson and Zay Flowers. I kind of like this more for Husky because I'm going to go out on a limb, and I think Zay Flowers might be more valuable this year than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I said it. I don't know about the Titans, man. I got to see it. I don't know what that offense is going to look like. Hopkins getting old. Henry getting old. Uh, I just don't know, man. I know he's the number one option, but... We'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, too early to call. How about that? Too early to call. Good trade on both sides, but uh, I think I like Zay Flowers just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Next up, Thursday, August 31st, Jared Dam Husky again trading Jacoby Myers, Darren Waller, and Justin Jefferson to Captain Skur for Tua, Derrick Henry, Cooper, and Goddard. Let's look this one over. Obviously, Jefferson the prize. Waller could be great. Myers, who gives a shit? Henry coming back. Nice. Cooper coming back. Nice. Goddard coming back? Not bad. You know what? Not a bad trade for either. Not a bad trade for either. Uh, however, I think I like Captain Scurve's side just a little bit. I really like Waller this year. Obviously, I like Jefferson. Henry, a little bit of question mark. Cooper, a little bit of a question mark with the QB play. Goddard should be fine. I just think I, I just it's hard to give up Waller and Jefferson. I just like those guys a little bit better, so I'm going to give that one to Captain Scurve. Uh, next up, we got August 31st again. Husky and Samstown going at it. Zay Flowers and Tua going from Husky to Samstown in return for Michael Thomas and Aaron Rodgers. We've covered this before. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't like Michael Thomas. Uh, Zay Flowers, I think, is the prize. Good job to Samstown. Husky not winning a lot of these trades. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Tuesday, the last trade we're talking about, September 5th. That was yesterday. Uh, Husky again trading Dallas Godert. Go, go, go boy. Dallas Goddard for Jerry Judy and Cole Komet. I'm fine with it. I don't really give a shit. Jerry Judy could be nice. Could be a nice little prize if he only misses a week and stuff. I kind of like that a little bit. And uh, Goddard, I just don't, I don't know. I'm fine. Good trade for both. You know what? Good trade for both. I think I rest up trades and transactions. Only really one big blockbuster. The Husky Scurve trade was was a blockbuster. I think it was just kind of like nickel and dime and piece and back and forth. I know the AJ Brown and Jonathan Taylor looked like a blockbuster at the time, but it's Vit uh, increased his team. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, let's get into best and worst of the week. Nah, we don't really need to do that. I like doing best and worst of the week once things start moving around. I mean, it's easy to talk about worst of the week is fucking. KBGs for Cooper Cup, looking like he's going to be nagging an injury all year. You know, you could argue Samstown with Kelsey, but that looks like it's a short-term thing, so whatever. Uh, I don't know who the fuck had the best week. What do you want from me? People who didn't have somebody fucking get injured? Congratulations. Fuckers. Power rankings time. Let's go. Power rankings. All right, our initial power rankings of the year. As I alluded to in the open... Last week's projections, I'm throwing out the window, okay? I re-looked at things, and I think I should be able to kind of give you my projections going into week one, because so much changes heading up into week one. So, I'm, I'm going off of tonight, okay? These are my official projections for the league for 2023. How do I want to do this? I'm going to go, go worst to first. I'll go worst to first. We'll count them up. I got win totals. 
Uh, what I haven't done is figured out playoffs yet, but we'll figure that out on the fly. I still think I know what I'm going to do there, but you know, we'll just we'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. I might no flip flop. No, I'm gonna. You know what? Lock them in. I've tinkered enough. I've looked at the rosters. I've put some thought into this, so I feel pretty good about these projections. Um, sometimes you just gotta let it roll. You know, sometimes you can't you can't diddle it too much. You can't. Well, that's uh, to be determined. But anyway, let's get the power rankings. Uh, hold on. What am I doing here? I want to go over here, and then we're gonna do this. Uh, in twelfth place. This fucking. Load? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Okay. In 12th place, buying the keg this year with a total of four wins, I have three strike life. I know. Listen, I know, I know. Okay. I know that it. I just talked about how I won the first fucking three trades and all this stuff, but I'm just going to give you a quick rundown. I'm not going to go in depth on everybody's team. I did that a little bit last week, but just a quick rundown of why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Three-stripe life. I've said this before. I think you've got to have a good top half of the league quarterback to really compete to get those baseline points. Dak Prescott ain't it. It ain't it. And granted, there's some QBs floating around the league, and I know you're trying to try to play the waiver. I think it's going to put you behind the eight ball. I don't love him starting there running back position tony pollard awesome okay locked and loaded awesome 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 that's a lot of eggs in the dallas basket though it's a lot of eggs in the dallas basket if dallas basket goes sideways if dallas basket gets knocked over and some eggs break might not look so great just saying just saying the other two running backs he's got is travis Etienne and isaiah pacheco okay here's my thoughts ETN, I'm worried about him because uh, I don't know how that new offense is going to look. And there's talk about this. What is a Tank Bigsby guy could be fucking cutting into it. So I don't know how that's going to look. He could be between the 20s guy. It might not be that great for ETN. And then Pacheco coming off an injury and also the Chiefs could be having the Super Bowl hangover season from hell with Kelsey. Who knows what happens with the, with the fucking Pacheco. I don't love the stability beyond Pollard. Wide receiver position, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, both good, solid players. But again... A.J. Brown, much harder schedule this year. Keenan Allen, one year older, always gets injured. Don't know how that's going to look. Tight end position, Tyler Higby, toss it out the window. Who gives a shit? It's not a position of strength. He's got some people waiting in the wings. He's got Brees Hall. He's got Tyler Lockett. I can see he's got a little bit of depth here, but what I worry, I just, I don't know, man. I don't see it. I don't see it this year. I can see things going sideways. I can see him trying to move some of these guys, and I don't know how much trade value these guys are going to have when he has to make the moves he has to make. And he's always turned Jared inside out, put him over a barrel, always took all the, all the assets he had off his team. So now I don't know how this is going to go. So four wins, three-stripe life. I'm projecting that Dak has a shit year. You're looking for quarterback all year. That uh, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't go the way you're hoping. That's, what, that's all you can say. And God forbid Pollard gets something injured. God forbid Pollard doesn't perform as like a top five RB. I don't know, man. I don't love it. All right, let's get on to the 11th one. 11th place, Jerry, damn, Husky. This one, it's pretty simple. <laughs> He's got Josh Allen. Great baseline. Love the baseline. He's got Derrick Henry. He's got David Montgomery. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Henry, one year older. Is this the year the wheels fall off? Who knows? We'll see what happens. Montgomery. I do think Montgomery is going to be a little bit better than advertised. But again, he's splitting time with Gibbs. You know, who knows what that shakes out like? Don't don't love it. It could be fine. Wide receiver position, Cooper. Depending on Watson, do we know what Watson's going to be? 
Is he going to return the player he was fucking three, four, five years ago? I don't know. And if he doesn't, Cooper can suffer, especially if there's like some sort of QB back and forth thing. That could be a mess. Mike Williams hurt every fucking year. Get no love in his own team. Don't love that. Cole Komet, toss it out. Jamal Williams' flex becomes completely worthless in four weeks. I shouldn't say completely worthless, but takes a value hit in four weeks when Kamara comes back. Heavy Bills defense, heavy Bills kicker. Bills, tough-ass schedule. Think about the offenses the Bills have to play. They're going to have to play Jets offense twice. They're going to have to play Miami twice. They have to play the improved Patriots twice. That AFC East is a fucking murderer's row, and I don't know if I want any defense out of the AFC East. Could be bad. So anyway, that's why I got him at 11. I think he squeaks out five wins. I really do. I think he squeaks out five wins, especially if he keeps shuffling the deck. You know, he's got to win one of these trades at some point. I don't know which one he's won yet, but fuck. You know, Jerry Damposky, 11th place. I think he trades himself into oblivion. He can't help himself, I think. Fucking Buffalo. Buffalo Heavy doesn't perform as well as they did last year. And then if Derrick Henry gets a nagging injury or something, this thing could go south real quick. Five wins, uh, Jerry Husky. Let's move on to 10th place team. Salty Dogs coming in at 10th place with five regular season wins. Now listen. I don't hate the team. This is the hard thing. I don't hate these teams, okay? But somebody's got to lose. Jalen Hurts, love him. Great quarterback. Saquon Barkley, I think I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. Dalvin Cook, don't love it. You know, I think his role continues to d- diminish as, as Brees Hall gets up to speed more and more and more. Jamar Chase, love it. George Pickens. TBD, was he wide receiver three on his own team? Pat Fryermuth, fucking Pittsburgh heavy. And DeAndre Swift, who I don't think is going to get it done. So he's got a lot of split team, a lot of split guys, a lot of split time. And he's got zero depth. You look at his depth, and I know mean, we're not talking about benches so much, but he's got no fucking depth. So I worry that this team is going to be a lot of top end. It's going to be, it's going to be feast or fam. It's going to be popping or it's not going to be popping. And I think it's going to not pop more than it pops. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Barely me either. Five wins, salty dogs. I hope you can do well. I think you're going to at least need one trade, maybe two to dig out of this good trades not just trading for the sake of trading but history has shown that sometimes the trades don't work out in your favor and so i've got you down here at 10th at five wins yucky let's move on to the ninth place team k bow ghost coming in at ninth this is the year now listen let me make it clear i'm gonna fight it like hell i, pr- I promise you I promise you from my heart of hearts, I'm going to fight this like hell, but we're not off to a great start in the first six days of September for the KBGs getting back to playoffs. And this could be it. This could be the year. This could be the year that I finally fucking fall back down to earth. And with the roster and with fucking cup and me fucking up draft, it's just, it's been, you know, right. Start with the technical difficulties is really what it started. Started with the technical difficulties and it's been all downhill ever since I got me down here in ninth place with six wins. Patrick Mahomes was going to be good, but if he doesn't have Kelsey, I don't know about that. I got Akers and Herbert at running back. That's going to be kind of rough. Hopefully, those guys, one of those, at least one of those guys is good. And my wide receivers was looking good with a cup, but now I got fucking Higgins, Alave, and Brown, and Brown's going to suck until Kyler comes back, if he comes back, Angerman tight end. I mean, I don't have, I like my team, still, kind of. And if, if I need cup back, and God forbid cup doesn't come back. God forbid cup only plays like six games or some shit. 
Like I'm in, I'm ah, uh, uh, I'm gonna have to make some moves. So a little bit of this positioning tonight has 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 some uh, some uh, some weight, some confidence in my ability to get some guys off the waiver wire, make a couple good moves, keep myself afloat, keep myself competitive. But in the end, I think it's too little to get myself into playoffs. I really do. I don't. It's just it's been a tough six days for me. Ooh, yucky. Let's get on to our eighth place team. Eighth place with six wins is Sam's Town. Here's a team I want to talk about for a second. I went back and forth on him. But in the end, I just, I, 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 don't, I don't think I get aboard. I don't think I can get on board. Tua at quarterback position. Never, I never, you, it's hard to project. You can't project. You can't, you cannot project fucking injuries. But Tua. Yeesh. Austin Eckler running back. Unhappy. Maybe he's happy. I don't know. That could be good. I like Eckler a lot, actually. I do like Eckler. James Conner. What are we getting out of Arizona? What are we getting out of Arizona? I mean, that's a lot of three and outs is what we're getting out of Arizona. Chris Godwin. Baker throwing the ball. Okay. We'll see what happens. Devontae Smith. Love Devontae Smith. Good, 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 good. Going to have a good year. Kelsey. If this knee nags. What do you, you know, all of a sudden tight end, which was your best player, is now fucking a race from the board. DeAndre Hopkins at flex. Steelers, the, ugh. I don't know. I just feel, I got a little bad bad juju coming out of this team. I see this being like literally a middling team that sits around right at that, about that playoff line like the entire season. Like no runs. Like literally like win one, lose two, win two, win, lose one. You know, right around 500 the whole year in the end just doesn't get in, uh, you know, one win short essentially of getting in. So I got about six wins. You know, I just don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about this fucking thing, you know? Yucky. Let's move on to our seventh place team. Our last team that doesn't make playoffs. Who would it be? Let's find out. Straight bums. Homie. Seven regular season wins. Doesn't get into playoffs. Losing on a tie break to the next team we're going to talk about in a second. Here's my issue with straight bums. Homie. Solid team. I like Lamar. I like CMC. Obviously, I like Debo. Kenneth Walker, does he lose time to fucking Charbonnet later in the season? We'll find can find out. Mike Evans, don't love it. I don't love Mike Evans. I don't like the fact that he's, that he's not happy with his contract. I don't like the fact that Baker Mayfield's throwing him the ball. This could be the season he doesn't get to a thousand yards. Gray Dolchich, that's a little bit of eggs in that Denver basket. Who knows what that's gonna get? That could be a fucking zero. Oh, speaking of Denver basket, here comes Javante Williams. What do we get out of him? Usually you want the guy that blew out his knee on him the second year, not the first year after the injury, and this is like six months after the injury, where the fuck? And then Broncos defense on top of that. I don't know, man. I don't love I don't love it. I think he's got a baseline with the running of Lamar and the catching of Kurt McCaffrey. And I think Digabo can kinda of be fun, but I can see, man. I just don't I don't I don't love the quality, the overall quality of this team. You know, I look at this team and I just think, yucky, 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 fucking Christ. Let's get into the playoffs teams. All right, in sixth place, the last team making playoffs we have. Gordon Lucko getting in on a tiebreaker over Straight Bums Homie to both teams at seven regular season wins. All right, we're getting to some teams I actually like now. 
Gordon Lucko. I like, kind of like it, man. Justin Herbert, I think he's due for a big bounce back year. Good positive regression candidate. Miles Sanders, I don't, not my favorite Najee Harris. I don't love it, but guys that are going to get some fucking volume for their respective teams, and they're going to at least put up a baseline, which I think you can live with. Wide receiver Devontae Adams and Amon Ra St. Brown. Again, like, I think he's like, I think Rob has done a good job really all the way across the team. You want to talk about a team that's like pretty damn balanced, like no, no, like top five guys, you know, like Herbert's like that second tier, maybe third tier, you know, Najee Sanders, not the best running backs, but like, okay, they're fine. They're solid. Devontae and Amon Ra, like really solid, but not, not like the top echelon guys. He's done a great job just kind of spreading himself across. Like peanut butter over jelly. Like jelly over Kelly. He fucking is just spreading it across nice and even, which I think is going to give him the ability to absorb some injuries that you're going to have throughout the year. So I kind of like him to stay pretty consistent. Maybe lose a couple tough ones. Should probably have like eight or nine wins when it's all said and done, but you know, he just, he just can't get across the finish line, so we'll give him seven wins here. Last player into playoffs. And you know what? I'm going to give him a first round win too. Uh, I'm going to say Rob Luck gets fourth place this year there you go gordon lucko fourth place get you a playoff win two playoffs wins no playoff win playoff one playoff win two losses get you to fourth place with seven wins i like it let's get into the fifth place team now reading Dwayne bow with eight regular season wins i was looking at this team deeper than i did last time there's one hole, and we'll talk about it. Russell Wilson at quarterback. Yikes. Circling back in a second. Pin that in your brain. We'll come back to it. Running back position, Madison and Chubb. I love Chubb this year. I love him so much. I love Chubb. Wanted to have him. Didn't get him coming out of draft. Love Chubb. Madison, going to be solid. Going to be solid. I do think so. I know people kind of shit on him. I think he's going to be A-okay, though. CeeDee Lamb, Deontay Johnson, a wide receiver. I love it. I love Deontay Johnson, his fucking uh, target volume, his regression back to getting some TDs. CeeDee's obviously great, continuing to get better. Young player, like him. Kyle Pitts, let's take a flyer. Let's take a flyer. Aaron Jones on RB1 every fucking year for basically free. <clears throat> Here's where I'm confident in reading Dwayne Bow to make playoffs. His roster as constructed... 10th place, 9th place, doesn't make playoffs. However, something happened this year. I don't know, I felt I felt like this, and I'm pretty sure. A lot of QBs were drafted this year. A lot of QBs. A lot of, like, QB2s, QB3s even in some cases. Like, usually a lot of people would draft, like, you know, what? how many QBs, like 15 QBs total? I feel like they have 20 drafted this year. So I'm confident that he's got enough of these other pieces on his bench, on his back end, Ayuk, Sky Moore, some of these guys that could kind of pop off and, and show a little bit more value than what we thought at draft. And he can trade for one of those RB2s. Like, for example, say the Cabo Ghost, Danny Dimes. Perfectly great, you know, say an R, a QB, like, what, six through eight-ish is probably his range, something passable, rushing baseline. But if, like, Rodgers has a tough two weeks, Russell Wilson ain't cutting, he's like one and one, two and one, one and two, whatever, Russell Wilson's putting up shit and stats, he's got a lot of options to move one of his players to get a good QB. Like, I think he can still get a decent QB, so I'm confident he can get to eight wins. I'm confident he can get into the fucking uh, playoffs. Unfortunately, I got him as a first-round exit. One RX for first-round exit. Losing, unfortunately. 
Does that work? I have to make sure I get my fucking seedings right. So if he's got a first round exit, that means that guy wins. That means that guy wins. No, I can make it. That guy loses. Oh, oh. All right. We got it. We're on to the fourth place team. Top four. Let's find out who I've got in fourth place heading into the season. Cream of the crops. Cream of the crops. Eight wins. Okay. Again, solid draft. Deshaun Watson QB. Let's find out. You know what? Let's find out. It's a good, a good gamble. You know what? Sell your soul. Take the bad juju. But it's a good gamble. Running back position, Ramondre, love him. Gibbs, everybody loves him. Like, two great younger running backs ascending, which I love ascending people. I don't want descending. He's got ascending people. Here's where it gets really interesting. Wide receiver, Christian Watson and Drake London. There's a thing out there. I don't, I don't have the article, but I'm pretty sure there's some stat about, like, wide receivers going into their second year so not rookies but the next year after the rookie season obviously is a is like historically been a really great year for guys to make jumps and he's got two guys coming off pretty solid rookie campaign splashing and now they're here they are our second year and they're gonna be as wide receiver one wide receiver i kind of like it man i kind of like it tight end position tj hawk I mean, he with Kelly's Kelsey being injured and Hawk getting his new contract. I mean, he might be he might be fucking tight end one this year. Really like Hawk, and then flex position Tyree Kill. I mean, come on, this is a good ass team, man. This is a real good team. If Watson's good, and almost I feel like the same type of thing, like this type of thing, if like similar to Rogers, if Watson's bad, there's a plenty of options out there for trade partners to get you know, to get a good, decent quarterback to kind of fill that hole. Like, there's a good market out there. Cream of the crops. You know what? Cream of the crops, second place. You'll have you losing in the championship. I really like your team. I really do. I think it could be great. And if Tyreek Hill goes for 2,000 fucking yards like he says he's going to and shit, I like it. I like it. Cream of the crops. Second place losing in the championship. We'll find out who to shortly. Next up, let's find out who finishes third in the regular season. Viceless. Finishing third with nine wins in the regular season. Here's what I got. I like Fields. I do. I think he has a good year. He's ascending. A new fucking offense that they're going to be running through. Another year to get comfortable in the system. I like it. I do. I kind of like the I sneaky like the Bears. Justin Fields, I like it. Uh, Bijan and James Cook. It's young guns. Just young guns. Two rookies coming in looking. If they can take it, the backfields over, like Bijan looks like a guarantee. But if Cook can fucking get the, uh, the Buffalo backfield too. Those are going to be great guys. Why are we position? Look at this. Garrett Wilson, Jalen Wall. Anybody legally drink on this team? I don't think so. But he looks great. Wilson's going to be great. Waddle, amazing. Mark Andrews at tight end? Fuck me. Show me the hole. Like, literally, show me the hole in this roster. Flex position, Samaj P. Ryan, going to be great, you know, at least for a few, at least a few weeks. And he's got guys to kind of backfill guys if he needs to. I mean, I'd like just, and he's got, you know, 49ers defense, McPherson kick. It's a great fucking team, man. <laughs> this is a really good fucking team. 
I wouldn't want to play it. Not for goddamn sure. Unfortunately, I have the Viceless as a first round exit. Un undeserved first round exit. I'm going to say it right now. Undeserved first round exit, but you got to lose to Rob Luck so you can go to the third place game. So there it is. All right. Viceless, congratulations. Nine regular season wins. You lose in the first round. Great team. Unfortunately, they'll let you down when you need it most. Uh, but I do like what you've done here. I wish we could trade teams coming out of draft. All right. Moving on to our top two. Scott's secretary coming in second. A triumphant return to the top of the league. Mm. Where he hasn't been in a minute. Where he hasn't been in a motherfucking minute. All right. Here's what we got going on. Trevor Lawrence quarterback. Ascending player. Young player. Easy division. I like it. Joe Mixon. Damian Pierce, two guys who are boring as fuck, but are going to get it done. Joe Mixon all alone on the Bengals offense. Damian Pierce flashed and he's going to, he's got all the work again in Houston in a not hard division. Like ugh, those are good. Those are just good. Those are just going to give you, they're just going to get you points. They're just going to rake them in. Stefan Diggs, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf. Diggs is going to be good, because he always is. Ridley, if Ridley can actually pop too and be like a top 12, top 15 guy, he's going to be awesome. DK Metcalf, positive regression. He's going to catch more touchdowns. It's like physically impossible for him not to catch more touchdowns. All great guys. And then you put on David Njoku, so he's got a little piece of, not too much, just a little piece in the Browns pie. That's a great-ass team, man. That's a great-ass team. Unfortunately, I haven't finished in third this year. Doesn't make the championship game. Loses his first round bye to cream of the crops. I don't even know that's possible, but we'll go with it. Third place this year for Scott's secretary. Leading us into our first three-time, our first back-to-back -back champion, Captain Skurve. Also the first person to win the championship out of the number one spot with 10 regular season wins. This is another just good-ass team, man. Obviously. I mean, what am I going to say? Joe Burrow, quarterback. I think I think Cincinnati's going to have a great year. I think Joey B is going to have a great year. Like that baseline. Josh Jacobs, J.K. Dobbins. Two fucking phenomenal runners that were undervalued. J.K. Dobbins, again, another guy coming on the second year off the injury, not the first year. So I love him for a positive bounce back, especially with the fucking Baltimore love that everybody's giving. Brandon Cooks, just every, everybody forgets about Brandon Cooks, but he'll have a fucking thousand yards, pencil it in. Justin Jefferson's going to have fucking 2,000 goddamn yards. He's a fucking awesome. Darren Waller's going to be great at tight, fucking tight end because he's the best player on the Giants. And Christian Kirk, who's forgotten about. But was he like wide receiver 16 last year or some shit? He's awesome. And then on top of that, he's got the best defense in Eagles and he's got the best kicker in Tucker. I just like the team. I just like the team. I do. I like the team. I like the team. I like the man. And I like his odds. To be the first back-to-back -back champion of the KML. That wraps up the power rankings. Power rankings follow the same fucking thing. Three Stripe Life, uh, Jerry Dem Husky, Salty Dogs, Cabo Ghost, Sam's Town, Straight Bums, Homie. Those are the non-playoff teams. Gordon Lucko, Reed and Dwayne Bowe, Cream of the Cross, Viceless, Scott's Secretary, and Captain Skurve are your playoff teams this year. Captain Skurve, congratulations. 
Let's get in some pick. Oh, hold on a second. Let me reset for a second. Jialai. Is that how you say that? Jialai? Good, good, good shit. Let's finish this off real quick. Hold on. Talk amongst yourself. Mm. All right. Now we're to the twist stops. Here we go. Time to make some picks. Let's go. Week one. Week one. Let's fucking go. Goddamn picks. Let's fucking go. Well, you know what's like every guys? I got some new beats. Blue 20! Blue 20! Picks and predictions. Woo! Here we go. Get ready. Week one. 2023 KML. 2023 KML. Who's it gonna be? Who's the one that's gonna rise above the fray? Who's the Phoenix that's gonna come out of this offseason? They're gonna spread their wings. They're gonna look out over the ocean. They're gonna feel the sea breeze upon their chest. And they're gonna fucking soar. They're gonna go higher and higher and higher. You ain't ever seen anything like it. The majesty. The spectacle. The pure theatrics of their ascension to another title. And it all starts here. It starts in week one. Let me ask you a question. If you want to build a house, if you want to build a temple, if you want to build any sort of structure, anything in life that's worth standing upon, it starts with one thing, and that's a brick in the foundation. Brick by brick, you build your foundation that you stand on until you're standing on top of pedestals looking over everything. You see it all. Let's fucking go. Are you fucking kidding me with this shit? The first matchup we're talking about in week one of 2023 KML is Cream of the crops at straight bums homie cream of the crops zero and zero straight bums homie zero and zero all-time record bill versus wings and i want you guys to remember this these are the matchups that people chose wingus looked out he said you know who i want to play i want to play fucking bill fucking burn bills out. i don't give a, i don't no fucking respect for that motherfucker i want bill i'm gonna push his poop in We'll just eat his dick. All-time record wing is first Bill. He's, po he's pushed that poop in. Nine wins, three losses all time. Projected points in this one. Favorite cream of the crops, 106.1 to 103.7. Let's find out what's going to happen in week one. Quarterback position. Deshaun Watson going head-to-head -head with Lamar Jackson. Give me Lamar. I got to see it from Deshaun before I can take him. I got to see it from Lamar. Not Lamar. Deshaun. I need to see it from Deshaun picking Lamar big. 
Running back position, Ramondre Steven, Jamar Gibbs for Cream of the Crops going up against CMC. And Kenneth Walker, I'm sorry. I gotta take CMC, my man. I gotta take CMC. I love Rondre. I love Gibbies. But give me CMC and Walker. Because I think Walker's gonna have a good early season. I think he's gonna taper off as Charbonnet gets rotated in more and 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 more. So for now, week one, McCaffrey, Walker. I like it. Wide receiver position, Christian Watson, Drake London going against Debo Samuel and Mike Evans. I like Watson. I like London. Debo's hit and miss, man. I love him. He's fun to see, but I can see that offense. There's a lot of weapons there. I don't know how he's going to... And Evans, I'm kind of out on Evans, so I'm giving the edge here in the wide receiver position. Watson, London, over on the left-hand side to cream of the crops. Tight end position, Hawkinson for cream of the crops. Dolchich for straight bumps, homie. Not much to talk about here. Obviously, it's Hawkinson. Coming around the bend on the fucking uh, flex position, Tyreek Hill for Crops going against Javante Williams from Straight Bumps. Again, Javante, another guy that's going to have a slow start. He's going to have a slow start, so I'm taking Hill, obviously. Big! Big Hill! Falcons get Carolina. Ooh, they're going to feast on Carolina. Broncos get Las Vegas. Eh, we'll see what happens there. Jason Sanders at uh, kicks at uh, the Chargers for Cream of the Crops. Jake Elliott at New England. For the bums. I like Bill in this matchup. I like Bill. I think what's going to happen here is those wide receivers are going to be able to make up the decision. Because the running backs are still fine. The running backs are still fine. I think the running backs can kind of keep pace with the McCaffrey and Walker. I think the wide receivers, and especially Hill, are going to be big benefits. I think Hawkinson's going to start ball. I think this might be the week one of his tight end one ascension. I think he just might be balling out. So give me Hawk. Give me the cream of the crops going there. Let's get on to... Our second game. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. <he>. Got him. <laughs> wow. This is fun. Who's having fun? Everybody having fun. I'm having a great time. All right. Next game we're talking about. Cabo goes sick. Viceless. Again, Viceless chose this shit. He said, I want to be the best. I got to go through the best. I think that's what he said at least. Just get you bouncing in your seat a little bit. I'm glad this song's on because I need something to cheer me the fuck up after this abortion I put on the fucking field by fucking up the goddamn technology to fucking draft for fucking 19 extra goddamn dollars to fucking in. I lost sight of where the fuck you were in the fucking draft, you piece of shit. I'm good now. Cable Ghost, Adviceless. Zero, 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 zero. Cable Ghost, all time record, main verse, modalist. Check it out. Ooh! Six wins, five losses. Fuck, that's a real thing? God, there's two people I don't have winning records against in this fucking league, and he's goddamn one of them. We fixed that this week. Probably not, but <laughs> I'll see what happens. Let's break it down. Quarterback position, Mahomes for Cabo Ghost going against Justin Fields for Viceless. I got to take Mahomes. Monday night, or Thursday night, Detroit. Detroit defense fucking awful. 
Fields. We'll see what we're going to get. I get uh, Mahomes, obviously. No argument there. Running back position, Khalil Herbert and Cam Akers for Ghost. Go up against Bijan Robinson and James Cook. Here's where things get a little dicey for your baby boy, the Ghost. Bijan's awesome. And he's in the perfect situation. However, I like Cam Akers better than I like James Cook. I got to see. I don't know. I think this might be one of those things like that Buffalo backfield takes a couple weeks to kind of shake out. Like you got Harris in there doing a little thing. Anyway, I think Cook's going to be awesome second half. I don't really know if it's going to be great first half. So I think that it's kind of a, more of a wash than you think. More of a wash than you think. Bijan maybe got to get his feet under him. The first NFL game got those jitters, you know. I think the running backs can keep pace with each other. So I'm okay with where we're sitting right there. Wide receiver position, Chris Olave, T. Higgins for the Ghost going up against Garrett Wilson and Jalen Waddle for the Viceless. Great fucking matchup here. However, I got to give the nod to the Wilson and the Waddle. I do. They're just like higher. Like Olave, I got to see. Higgins is going to be fucking solid, but the Waddle and Wilson, they're just fucking. They're like little sticks of dynamite. You know? Just a little TNT. They're just ready to rip. And I don't have that. I got baseline guys. I don't have ready-to-rip guys. I wish I did. I wish I did, and I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to ball out. I really do. I think those are going to be good. I think it's going to be a big position of strength for the old Viceless. Tight end position, Evan Ingram going against Mark Andrews. Not much to talk about here. Mark Andrews all day, every fucking day. Marquise Brown at the flex for Ghost going up against Samaji Pirine for the Viceless. I don't know. You know what? Throw your hands up. I don't know what I'm getting out of P. Ryan. I don't know what I'm getting out of fucking Marquise Brown with fucking some, you know, college reject throwing him fucking the ball. I don't know what's going on with that. However, Ravens get Houston. I love that matchup. 49ers have to take on Pittsburgh. Myers kicking at Rams. McPherson kicking at Cleveland. I think I have my special teams. My special teams. I think I got a little bit of a nod there. However, Oh. oh, projected points. I never said projected. Projected points in this one, 104.5 for the Ghost, 109.1 for the Viceless. That's a 4.6 point in favor of the Viceless. You know what? Let's do it. I'm picking... I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm taking the Viceless. I'm taking the Viceless. I, I just can't do it. I think Mahomes obviously is going to have a good, good solid game. Although we got the Kelsey thing to deal with, I don't know how that's going to go. You know, fucking Thursday night always can get fucking weird. I don't like that. I just, I just think that I'm worried. I'm, I think Wilson's going to have a huge game. I think Wall's going to have a huge game. I think Andrew's going to have a huge game. I'm worried about in the meat and potatoes of the fucking roster that I can't keep pace. So I'm going to take Viceless here. Get off to a one and zero start for him. I think it could be close. I do think it's going to be close. Can come down to Monday night, but I think in the end the Viceless gets me, and. Uh, it is what it is. You know what? Rebuild next week. That's all you can do. You know, that's all you can do. You know? Next matchup. These nuts. Ha! Got Every time they hear this sound, the freaks come out. You a freak? The freaks come out. He a freak? The freaks come out. She a freak? Every time they hear this sound, the freaks come out. The freaks come out. Yucky! The freaks come out. Yucky! Every time they hear this sound, the Yucky. freaks come out. The Ew. freaks come Yucky. out. The freaks come Yucky. out. The freaks come 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 out. Here we fucking go! Get ready! 
Nothing makes your tank tickle. This game right here. Salty Dogs at Gordon Lucko. Oh my goodness. I'm going to fucking need to calm down after that drop. Salty Dogs, Gordon Lucko. 0, 0, 0, 0. Salty Dogs, 101.9. Gordon Lucko, 105.6. 3.7 favorites. Gordon Lucko. All-time record. Scott versus Rob. Ooh. Favoring Rob. Eight wins three losses no respect rob chose this shit rob's like you know what who i fucking want scott take that personally let's take a look at how this team's match up jalen hurts at uh qb position for salty dogs going to be against justin herbert for gordon lucko love this matchup but i like hurts at doing a little, little bit more than i like justin herbert however could be a fucking shootout down there for herbert if, is herbert gonna be good this year I feel like he's a prove-it guy to me. I gotta see it. I know Hertz is good. Do I know Herbert's good? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Give me Hertz. Give me Hertz. Give me Hertz big. Running back position. Saquon, Barkley, Delvin, Cook for Salty Dogs. Delvin Cook, another guy who's probably gonna be good early. Not so much later, but hey. Get the points while you can, baby. Bah. Najee Harris, Miles Sanders for Gordon Lucko. We've well documented. I hate those two players. Give me Saquon. Give me Dalvin Cook. Wide receiver position. Jamar Chase, George Pickens for dogs. Going up against Delvante Adams and Amon Ross A. Brown for the Lucko. I think I like Adams and I think I like Brown a little bit more here. Just a, just a snatch here though. Just a fucking paper thin sliver. Tight end position. Patty Fryer Muth. For Salty Dogs, Dallas Goddard for Gordon Lucko. Give me Goddard. Go, give me go there. Give me Goddard. I like Goddard a little bit more because uh, Friar Ruth has to get that San Francisco defense. Could be rough sledding for Kenny Pickett and the newly minted Joey Bosa. Saints get Tennessee for the Dogs. Jaguars get Indianapolis for the Lucko. Give me the Jags. Young Way Koo kicks at Carolina. Brandon McManus kicks at Indy. Give me the Gordon Lucko DST. What are we doing for a pickup here? This is going to be a good-ass game. This is a good-ass game. Give me Lucko. I'm going Lucko in here. I just think it's going to be a little bit more baseline with Lucko. I like his floor just a little bit better. I like Salty Dogs has some, some top-end players that they can fucking pop off. But I think I like Gordon Lucko's baseline in early week one. Give me the baselines, baby. Give me the baselines. Gordon Lucko takes this one. I'm giving him the W heading into week two. Congratulations. Look at you. Look at you, Gordon Lucko. What a shit all over you. Where to have you in this? I you doing playoffs. See? Look, I had you in playoffs. Oh, Bubsy. You're going to give me a kiss on the lips come tomorrow night, aren't you? Oh, fuck you. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Ooh, it's building. Listen, 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 listen. It starts low. 
little higher, a little higher, a little higher, a little higher, a little higher. Ooh, where's it going? Where's it going? I don't know. Do you know? Let's find out together. Hold my hand. We'll go on this ride together. Hold on tight. Let's go. Come on with the new beats. Come on with the new beats. Game number four, Sam's Town at Reading Dwayne. Bo. That's why I say Bo. I don't say Bo. I say Bo. <laughs> That's fun to say. Reading Dwayne. Bo. Sam's Town 00, Reading Dwayne Bo 00. Projected points in this one, 108.8, Samstown, 106.5, reading game, but it don't, don't, don't take no fucking calculator to figure out that's a 2.3 point advantage in favor of Samstown. All-time record. I bet you're asking yourself. Turo versus Rogers. Favoring Rogers, nine wins, five losses. Here's the fucked up part about this. Turo chose this matchup. Turo chose this matchup fucking mere hours after the bow had his stroke. After reading when Buh had his stroke, and Turo's like, I smell, he's like a fucking great white shark. He's not even a shark. What is he fucking eating? Like, like a parasite. Smelling blood in the water. He's like a leech. Oh, something's bleeding. Let me get on. Let me latch onto that guy's ass. Fucking unbelievable. The juju surrounding this matchup is so fucking bad for Turo. He should be scared shitless to be playing Reading Dwayne. I'm penciling in right now. There ain't no fucking way Reading Dwayne ain't winning this. Now that I penciled it in, let's take a look at the rosters. Quarterback position, Tua Tungabayaloa for Samstown going up against Russell Wolf and Reading Dwayne Bow. Give me Tua. How the fuck do they have Russell Wilson projected for more points than Tua? That's stupid. Austin Eckler, James Conner for Samstown going up against Alexander Madison, Nick Chubb for Reed and Dwayne. But give me Chubb and Madison. That's massive advantage. I shouldn't say massive. That's an eight un advantage. Wide receiver position, Chris Godwin, Devontae Smith for Samstown, CeeDee Lamb, Deontay Johnson for Reed and Dwayne Bow. I think I like. I think I like. CD and Deontay better. I think they get back on the horse fast. Give me CD. Give me Deontay. Tight end position. Travis Kelsey. If he plays, doesn't look like it. We'll say it's somebody else other than Travis Kelsey. Kyle Pitts. Again, I can't do it with Pitts. I'm done. I'm done with Pitts. Until he shows me it, I can't go with it. Whoever Samstown plays, be it Kelsey, be it anybody off the waiver wire, they're going to be better than Pitts. Flex position, DeAndre Hopkins for Samstown. Going to go Aaron Jones for Reading Dwayne. Give me Aaron Jones. He's sneaky. He's going to get his. I'm not worried about Dylan. You shouldn't be either. He's fine. Steelers get San Francisco. Tough matchup. Really? You're going with that? Okay. Bad juju. Greg Joseph at Tampa Bay for Samstown. Dolphins at Chargers. Ooh, that could be a barn burner. Harrison Bucker at Detroit. Give me... Reading Dwayne Bow. I already said it. I don't need to say it. It's a Reading Dwayne Bow. Bad Juju. This is what you get. This is what you get, Turo, for putting that poison into the world. 
take advantage of your fucking friend when he's on some goddamn deathbed. Let me fucking look, waited for proof of life before he fucking penciled him in. I'm not even sure if you did. Well, I had to tell you, oh, is he still, is he still kicking? Both sides still work? Can he still tie his own shoes? Jesus fucking Christ. Unbelievable. Should be ashamed of himself. Nobody tells mom and dad what he fucking did choose Rogers to fucking week one. Disgusting. Disgusting. Abhorrent. Behavior. Out of Sam's town. And to think at one point I thought it better of you. But, oh my god, you show your true colors. Okay, watch Game of the Week. Game of the Week. Let's get into it. I don't want to know. One more time, one more time, one more time. The Keg Watch Game of the Week. Yucky. Yucky. Ooh, I forgot to put a yucky drop in there. Keg Watch Game of the Week. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. See, you think that was the drop? Mm -mm. Finger wag. That wasn't the drop. Finger wag to come in my tumbo. No, 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 no. This. This is where it comes. <laughs> this is where it comes. And this is where I come. <laughs> fucking sick. Why is anybody. Nobody listens to this shit. Alrighty. Keg watch game of the week. Just happened. This is this is happenstance. Just happened to be the two teams I have projected in 11th and 12th in the power rankings this year. Those two teams, Jerry Damn Husky at Three Stripe Life. 0000, zero, zero, zero the Husky. Projected for 100.4 points, Three Stripe Life 105.5. That's a 5.1%, not percent, point advantage for Three Stripe Life. All-time record, Vit versus Jared. Where is it? Seven wins, three losses for Vit. He owns him. Put a, put a fucking sign up. Keep off the grass. This ass is mine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alrighty, let's see how this is gonna break down. Josh Allen for Jerry Dam Husky, Dak Prescott for Three Stripe Life. It doesn't take no fucking scientist, it no no fucking scholar, didn't no fucking shrink, it doesn't take no fucking astronaut to figure out which way I'm going here. Josh the Bosch Allen. Running back position, David Montgomery, Derek Henry for Husky going up against Travis Etienne and Pacheco. I told you about Etienne. I told you about Pacheco. Give me Monty, give me Henry. Wide receivers, Cooper, Williams going up against Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown. I like the Mike Williams, the Keenan Allen head-to-head. -head. That's kind of fun. Kind of like that. Say they cancel, and so now we're looking at Cooper versus Brown. Browns get New England defense. Cooper gets Cincinnati at home. I kind of I kind of like the wide receiver. It's close. It's close. I'm not going to lie. It's close. I'm going to call it a wash. Tight end position, Cole Komet for Husky, going up against Tyler Higby for three stripe. I don't I like Tyler Higby play for a week. I like the Tyler Higby play for a week. Give it to him. Here we go. Jamal Williams running back for Husky. Tony Pollard running back for three stripe life. Pollard's gonna be fucking awesome. He's gonna be like stupid good. And I don't like it one bit. Gimme Pollard. Bills get to eat feast at the Jets. Tyler Bass at the Jets for Husky. Commanders get Arizona. Whew. 
Carlson give the DST and the kicker advantage to three stripe life. Who am I picking here? This is a big game for Keg Watch. You know what? I'm taking the Husky. You know, I gotta stick to my guns. I know he's the underdog. But if I'm gonna fucking say the three stripe that's gonna be awful, then this is where it starts. This is where it starts. Right here. I think he takes an L on the chin. On his weak chin. <laughs> on his way to four wins this year. Doesn't happen in week one. I don't see it. I'm going to take the Husky. I think Husky can get it done. I think those wide receivers, I think Cooper Williams might do a little bit better than we're expecting. And I think the quarterback advantage, Allen over Prescott, just too much, just too much to overcome for Vitaly. I'm going with the Husk. That leads us to one last game, and that's goddamn game of the week. You ready? Let's go! Behold, you sons of bitches. It's the KML Game of the Week. Oh, see, now we just bring it home with just some feel-good beats? Feel-good beats. FGBs. Who's ready? I know reading Wayne is... Close your eyes. Put one hand on your nuts and put the other in the air. And just let it go through you. Ooh, here it comes. Just let it, just, mm, just feel it. Oh, God, here we go. From me to you, with love. Michael. You hear that little guitar? Deep dee dee doo. Doo dee dee doo. All right, let's go. Game of the week just happened to be, I promise you, hand to God, the all powerful she devil in the sky. It just happened to be, Keg Watch Game was the last two, two teams I chose in fucking Power Rings, and the fucking game of the week is the best two teams I chose. That is Cabinet Scurve. Traveling to Scott's secretary. My one, my two teams in power rankings this week. And on the seas! Let's take a look at this one. Zero, 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 zero. Captain Skirt projected for 107! Look at this way, you swinging dick. Scott's secretary, a respectable 103.4. However, that's still 3.6 uh, point advantage for Captain Skurve. All time record. Minot. Joel. Minus eight wins, five losses. Yeah. Now here's a, pulling back the curtain. When we had the draft schedule party, Joel chose this matchup because you know what he said? I want the best. If you gotta be the best, I gotta beat the best, and I wanna get a piece of the best. And now he's getting it. Let's find out if that, that bravioso, that brogadociousness, that bravado pays off for him in week one. Scurvy, QB Burrow, going up as QB Lawrence for Scott's secretary. If you had to eke one out to Scott's secretary, could you get it done? Scott, comment. Thank you. 
just gotta get a little, little evil. Get the get the evil little dribble. <laughs> okay. Back on track, Joe Burrow going against Trevor Lawrence. Give me Burrow until I see difference from Lawrence. I do like Lawrence this year, but I think Burrow has the advantage in a shootout with Cleveland. Josh Jacobs, J.K. Dobbins, or Skurve going against Joe Mixon and Damian Pierce. You know what? You know what? These are four fucking great running backs. I think I like Mixon and I think I like Pierce slightly, slightly better simply because I, I think Dobbins might take a week or two to get, get up to speed. Wide receivers, Cooks and Jefferson for Skurve going up against Deggs and Ridley for Scott's secretary. It's hard for me to pick against anything that isn't named Justin Jefferson, so give me Justin Jefferson. I think it's still, it's going to be close though. This is a great, this is a great matchup. Tight end position, Darren Waller against Njoku. Njoku got some buzz, but I got it. I, Waller looks great. Waller just looks great. Give me Waller. Kirk at flex going up against DK Metcalf. I like Metcalf just a little bit. Catch a TD or two. I like Metcalf at the flex position. Eagles get New England. Justin Tucker gets Houston for Captain Scurf. Cowboys get Giants. And Dicker the kicker gets Miami. Call it a wash. Call it a wash. This is a tough pick. I'm not gonna lie. There's some good there's some good matchups this week. Coming out of week one hot. Alright, what are we picking here? Let's get serious. I'm taking Skurf. I'm taking Skurve. I think Skurve gets out to the right, on the right foot for his title defense by getting a win in week one. I'm taking the Skurve. Give me the Skurve in week one. That wraps things up. How are we doing? Where are we at? Oh, we're over a fucking hour. How the fuck did that happen? All right, let's go ahead and get into final thoughts. We're 20! We're 20! Final thoughts. <laughs> Short, sweet, to the point. Boys, week one. Congratulations. We made it. Let's enjoy it. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody tomorrow. Most of us at tomorrow at Peaks. Be good to have Thursday night football out there. And yeah, we're in it now. This is it. We're in it. Feels good to be back on that old bicycle. That old turnstile. I don't know what that fucking means. Uh, I'm your host, man. Thanks for joining us. KMLMestGast at gmail.com. 317KMLRATS are the hotline and the email. I love you each and every one of you. Best of luck tomorrow. Night nights. It's a little piece of shining light.